Welcome to Students Incorporated, a podcast exploring the topics of business, education, technology, and design. I'm your host, Mr. Jason. Join me weekly as my team and I produce content that's informative, positive, fun, and uplifting. Episodes include student conversations, interviews with thought leaders, and inspirational stories with an international flavor. This podcast is created and produced with the help of students from the International Community School of Bangkok. Today's episode is a holiday special filled with a variety of cheery gifts and surprises, and I'm joined by the entire Season 2 team for this episode. And we might even have some special guests show up, but we'll introduce our special guest as we go along. So sit back and enjoy this episode as we hope to spread some holiday cheer to all of our faithful listeners out there. Before we jump on that sleigh, let's hear our quote of the day and get some headline holiday news. Hey everyone, Chanya here. Our quote of the day comes from Dave Barry. He said, Once again, we come to this holiday season, a deeply religious time that each of us observes in his own way by going to the mall of his choice. Ah, the holiday season is upon us yet again. It's that time of year when everyone's religious spirit awakens, and we all have our unique ways of celebrating. And what better way to honor this sacred time than by embarking on a pilgrimage to the mall of our choice? Yes, you heard it right. Just like our ancestors would journey to holy places, we venture forth to these grand temples of consumerism. For within the walls of these shopping meccas, we discover a divine spectacle of sales, discounts, and shiny bubbles that speak to the depths of our souls. Though three wise men of old would be proud of our journey and commitment to gift, buying, and giving this holiday season. And that's our snarky quote of the day. And now onto our not-so-snarky headline news. Hello everyone, Patience here, and I'll be bringing you some historical holiday news that should bring a smile to your face and warmth to your heart. Our first story is about something we all have come to love and enjoy around this time of year, Christmas lights. In 1882, Edward H. Johnson, an associate of Thomas Edison, created the first string of electric Christmas lights. On December 22nd, he hand-wired 80 red, white, and blue bulbs and wound them around a rotating Christmas tree in his New York City home. This innovation marked a significant shift from traditional candles, making Christmas trees lighting safer and eventually leading to the widespread tradition of decorating homes and public spaces with electric lights during the holiday season. And the rest is history. Now, moving up in time a bit to 1914, during World War I on Christmas Day, an unofficial and remarkable truce occurred along the Western Front. British and German soldiers on opposing sides ventured into no man's land, where they exchanged greetings and sang Christmas carols and even played impromptu games of soccer. This extraordinary event highlighted the power of holiday spirit in bringing a temporary peace and a sense of shared humanity to the battlefield. This event, known as the Christmas Truce of 1914, is one of the most iconic and heartwarming events in the military history. It demonstrated the resilience of goodwill even during this dark time. And our final historical holiday news story comes out of England where Queen Elizabeth II delivered her first Christmas message, which was broadcast on television on December 25, 1952. This marked a continuation of a tradition started by her grandfather, King George V, in 1932. Although the message lasted about only six minutes, 
It was an important moment in British history symbolizing the continuity of the monarchy and its adaption to modern media at the time. The Queen's Christmas message has since become an annual event watched by millions around the world, offering her reflections on the past year and her wishes for the new year. And that ends our historical holiday headline news. Oh wait, I'm told we have a recording of a part of Queen Elizabeth II's first broadcast speech. Yen has going to be playing that now. Yes, this part of her speech comes at about four minutes into her speech. It's a great message. Here it is. On this broad foundation, let us set out to build a truer knowledge of ourselves and our fellow men, to work for tolerance and understanding among the nations, and to use the tremendous forces of science and learning for the betterment of man's lot upon this earth. If we can do these three things with courage, with generosity, and with humility, then surely we shall achieve that peace on earth, goodwill toward men, which is the eternal message of Christmas and the desire of us all. Thank you for the quote in our headline news. Those three words in the audio clip, courage, generosity, and humility, stood out to me. Such important things for us to remember this time of year, and all year long for that matter. Okay, moving on in this segment, we have some special things coming up. So to kick off this segment, I welcome all three principals to our studio to discuss some holiday stories. These stories can be funny, heartwarming, or just plain weird. Either way, let's hear from them and see where it goes. Welcome Miss Donnie, elementary school principal, Mrs. Karen, middle school principal, and Mrs. Amber, high school principal. Our first question is, if you had to give each other elf names, what would they be? And you cannot name yourself. All right, well, um, I have a name for Miss Karen. Miss Karen's elf name would be Holly Bright Shoes because Miss Amber and I think that Miss Karen is always wearing the cutest shoes. Always. All of Bright Shoes, okay. Mm -hmm. Very, very wrong. But we'll get to me in a minute. Okay, uh, Mrs. Amber. Okay, I have a name for Mrs. Donnie. Tinker Candy Fluff. Tinker Candy Fluff. Because she loves candy and she always keeps it in her office. And one time Mrs. Karen invited every elementary school student to go get some from her office at a cross-country race. And elementary students all know that's not true. Mm -hmm. I'm not a candy fan. None of them believe me. (laughs) But it would be a great elf name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Mrs. Amber, we have chosen Sprinkle Sparkle Fingers for you, for obvious reasons. Those, those fingers sparkle. It's those fancy fingernails. All right, ladies, there are many types of elves, and I think there are three most well-known. We've got Dobby, the house elf. We've got Legolas from Lord of the Rings. And then we've got Buddy. I'm Buddy. No. I am no, you're, so you're not Buddy. You are not Buddy. Well, wow. who's Legolas? Who's Legolas? Who's the who's the like be, really the, classy that girl. the classy elf? Okay. Oh, the girl elf. I don't know. I don't know it that well. Oh, yeah. Mr. Jason knows. I, I forget her name, but yeah. I know who you're talking about. Okay, well that's that's definitely Mrs. Amber. She's brings the class. Classy. As you know yeah, from the Christmas concert. Super classy. Only super classy. Oh, yeah. Only All right, so Dobby or Buddy? I have What's no idea it gonna who be? Dobby. Dobby. 
Dobby? No, it's Dobby from the house elf from oh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Harry Potter. Oh. Harry Potter. See, I watch Dobby. Buddy the Elf every year. So uh-huh. That one is your favorite. Well, but you were the one. In I the could ginger- be the house elf. You were the one in the gingerbread man costume. Correct. So, so ICS, I would like to highlight the levels of respect given to the secondary principals. When asked to participate in the music concert, mm. Mrs. Amber, what did you do in the music concert to bring Christmas cheer? Right, Christmas I played cheer. my clarinet with the high school band. Yes, she did. And Mrs. Donnie, what role was I given in the Christmas concert? Obviously the only one that you could be trusted with. <laughs> Correct. Which, which is, is the gingerbread man. Correct. Yeah, jumping around on stage in a costume I could not breathe in. It was so hot in that costume. And then I couldn't see my feet, so I was trying to run up the aisle, bringing Christmas cheer, Mr. Jason, to all who could hear. Without falling on your Without face. falling on my face. Did they know <laughs> that the Did costume. they know that it was you in the costume? No, or not? it's all a big secret. Okay, well, secret now they know. Oh. Now they know. Okay, we got to move on. Our okay. next question right. is, wow. our next question is, What's your favorite holiday flavor or your favorite holiday food? Holiday, favorite holiday food. I'm a, I'm all about the savories, ladies, not the sweets. So which savory is your So it's pretty well anything, just the turkey dinner, bring it on. Gravy, Stuffing, mashed potatoes. Gravy on everything, every single piece but, of Christmas so food. So does that mean covered in gravy? You like the plate with no dividers. You just want it all. Let's put it all together. Why? Your mm-hmm. plate's divided. Miss Donnie, you don't like your food touching each other? I'm married to someone who doesn't oh, like his food touching. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with food touching. Okay, we're but, getting real in this podcast yeah. today. This is Christmas. I'll go with a holiday flavor. I don't know okay. if I have a favorite holiday food, but peppermint. So I really enjoy like the peppermint latte that comes out around Christmas time. So Mm -hmm. peppermint would be my jam. Now your listeners, Mr. Jason, can't see what's happening here, but we are so close in order to be heard in this microphone that I can smell the peppermint on Mrs. Donnie's breath. And it's delightful. Oh, we're giving her breath mint before we started. Yes, we are. Yeah, And it's delightful. Very Christmassy. All right, Mrs. Amber, what is your Mm. favorite food or Christmas flavor? I do like the toffee nut latte that Starbucks puts out at Christmas time. Or I guess I would have to go with my husband makes homemade cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Wouldn't that like be wonderful? How would you feel about that, Mrs. Donnie? My husband made homemade cinnamon rolls. I will contact him and let him know. Sorry, I did enjoy something that your husband made for a holiday treat in our staff room. What was that, Mr. Jason? Um, I think we had cranberry bliss bars. You did, and they were delish. Cranberry actually would be a pretty, pretty big holiday flavor. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. I can't take full credit for those, but yes, I did. <laughs> I did participate in the making of part choice. of them. All right. So. The next podcast will be interviewing Mrs. Donnie and Mr. Jason about how they do while baking together. Please ask. <laughs> Not very good. Mm-hmm. good. Okay. Our next question is, do you have a funny, weird, or heartwarming holiday story that you'd like to share? I have one from when my oldest, Ben, was maybe four years old. He went to kindergarten, and they made these cute little, it was supposed to be a bag of reindeer food, and it was like oats and sparkles, and I don't know what else they put into it. Anyway, they made these little baggies, and they took them home, and there was a poem, and you were supposed to go out the night before Christmas and sprinkle this reindeer food on the ground and recite this poem to, like, get Santa to come or something. I don't really remember. And we did. We went out, and we said it, and you're supposed to make a Christmas wish. 
We went back inside, we put him to bed, and he is like crying. I hear him in the room later crying, and I went in and was like, what is wrong? I'm having nightmares, I'm so scared. I was like, what are you scared about? And he's like, the Christmas witch, the Christmas witch is gonna get me. And I'm like, Christmas witch? Christmas witch? It was from the poem, The Christmas Wish, that we oh. made, he thought there was a Christmas witch and it was gonna come for him. And that was, that's a story we like to retell him. That's good. That is or baby. sweet. That is sweet. Did your parents ever surprise you with anything, ladies, at Christmas? Well, that was actually nice, nice lead in. Oh, there. thank you. Because my- uh, Very unplanned, by the way, <laughs> listeners. It really was. Um, I guess heartwarming holiday story. It's heartwarming to me. I don't, mm. you guys can rate it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I grew up, where my mom would do 12 days leading up to Christmas, she would put something small in our stocking um, every morning. And so before school, we would get up and it's the first thing we would go and get this one little item. And I'm a terrible parent. I just want to let everyone know. (laughs) And I thought that that's what the 12 days of Christmas were. Like I thought they were the 12 days leading up to Christmas because that is what my mom um, had made me believe. To be true. Um, and then we have since, we adopted that tradition in our family and did that for our oldest two, for Asia and Coleman. Uh, and that we are have continued to do that uh, for Everest. Um, he's a little pickier and tells us what he wants in his stocking, but wow. uh, the other ones were really happy with whatever, whatever they got. Yeah. My story is how Mrs. Amber buys me Starbucks every morning for the month of December. She does. She leaves little gifts outside my office. Does she not do that for you, Mrs. Donnie? Wow, that's... No? (laughs) Are you stunned? I'm I'm a bit speechless. Also, don't believe it. (laughs) You don't don't believe it? (laughs) My favorite Christmas surprise when I was young was when I was about... Boy, I feel like it was like 10 years old, and my parents had given us all these clues leading up to Christmas. Every day there was a clue about what this big gift was going to be, and it was like a little riddle. And the very last one, on Christmas Eve, we're leaving. We went to a church service Christmas Eve, and we're driving. You have to think, like, Calgary snow, snowy weather. Really delightful as a child, really awful as an adult to drive through. And they drove us out of the city, and they drove up to this little farmhouse, and the last clue they gave us was, it's alive. You thought you were getting a horse. I got a puppy! We got a puppy! Yes, we did. That's a good one. Wasn't that good? That was a, that's my favorite Christmas. It's a creative. Yeah. And I'm not. And um, I think what we've established here is that Sprinkle Sparkle Fingers and Tinker Candy Fluff are excellent parents. And I am not. I would agree we are. I think you all parents. are. Mm-hmm. But I would well, say you are too. Nice, nice try are. there. Okay, okay. Those are really good. Okay, my final request for you three. This has been really fun. Thanks for coming <laughs> on, by the way. Our episode is about spreading Christmas cheer for all to hear. So what kind of Christmas cheer could you give our listeners out there? Wow. Maybe we can start with whoever comes up with it first. Uh-huh. Okay, Mrs. Donnie's I've ready. I can see it. I've got it. Okay. Well, I'll share with you um, the same little message that I have been sharing with classrooms because I've had the opportunity to read some Christmas stories in some homerooms in the elementary. And uh, in each room, we've talked about the fact that in Christmas stories and movies that have a Santa Claus, there's always a list. 
And that's the naughty and nice list, right? The good little boy and girl list, and then those that don't make the list. Um, And so what I've been encouraging students to think about is that Santa has this list, but Jesus also has the list. And since we believe that Christmas is truly about Jesus coming to earth um, to be the gift of love to us, uh, that his list is much longer than Santa's list and that actually all of our names are on that list and that there isn't anything we can do good to get on it, but that we're already on it. So if you're listening, I hope you understand that message is for you as well. This is Amber. You got to follow that up. Good Who's luck next? following that. <laughs> you could just say, oh, ma- amen. Or Go ahead. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everyone listening to this. I hope that your break is restful, that you find time to do something that you enjoy, to spend time with family and or friends. Um, Yeah, that you just have time to reflect and come back refreshed. Very nice. So um, middle schoolers, uh, just hold it together. That's what I would like to encourage you to do. This last week of school... Just hold it together. We are scraping kids off the ceilings at this point, but uh, we're all going to make it. We're coming into the Christmas break. Uh, And it is an opportunity, like Mrs. Donnie said, Ms. Amber said, to spend time with your families. Uh, We've just been in middle school Christmas chapel and heard about uh, the true meaning, I guess, of joy and hope and how sometimes we seek things that are temporary, but really encouraging you this Christmas to to check out the story of Christmas and how that might actually provide some lasting joy and hope in all of our lives. All right. Thank you very much. That was the first time we've ever had all three of you on at the same time. Like a little Merry Christmas jingle. If you have a song you'd love to sing, we would... For sure, put it on. Wish, oh, wow. Okay. We could. She's seriously going to say, We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs> you sprung the singing on us. Okay, moving on. And to close out this segment, we welcome some little people. I welcome Kane, Katie, and Everest. To start off, could you please introduce yourself and tell me what grade you are in? Hi, my name is Everest, and I'm in third grade. Hi, I'm Kane, and I'm in second grade. Hi, I'm Katie, and I'm in fourth grade. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. My first question for you guys is, what is your favorite holiday food and why? Ev, why don't you go first? My favorite um, holiday food is my mom's Christmas cookies because the way that she makes them with the icing on top, the icing is like not so sweet that you just can't eat them all. You, it's like a little bit balanced and like, you know. Oh, those sound really good. What about you, Kane? Why don't you go next? My mom's cookie because it's it's kind of sweet and soft inside. I know this might not be a holiday food, but my birthday, um, we get to have junk food like chicken and like KFC, Bonchon, and McDonald's. I don't normally to get it. I'm I'm not normally allowed to eat it because my doctor told me. All right, thank you so much for those answers. I th- those are really good. I I too like junk food a lot. I like cookies. I like fried chicken as well. Okay, moving on. Our next question is, what is your favorite Christmas song, and can you sing a short line from it for our listeners? Everest, why don't you go first again? Okay, my favorite Christmas song is Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Do you mind sharing just a little bit of it with our listeners? Okay, sure. 
rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. Wow, very good. Okay, Kane, what about you? Do you have a favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song is Joy to the World. Oh, wow. And how does that go? How does like the first part of that song go? The Lord has come. That's okay. That's okay. That's really good. Good job. I know you're kind of. That's okay. I know you're kind of nervous. All right, Katie. What about you? What my favorite Christmas song is "Last Christmas." And okay, how does that go? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. I think I've heard that song a lot at the mall, especially, right? Well, my dad forces my family to to listen to, to it. To listen to it every Christmas, okay. and I'm begging him to stop doing it. <laughs> I'm still begging him to. Listen. I like that. Okay, all right, good job, Dad. And for our final part of this first segment, what heartwarming Christmas message would you like to share with all of our listeners? Everest, go ahead and go first. Okay, uh, my heartwarming message would be: um, I hope you have a merry Christmas, and if you're if you're traveling, I hope you see your family and friends that you want to see. And Kane, what about you? What heartwarming message would you like our listeners to hear? Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And Katie, what about you? This is a Bible verse, and we say,、um, "God loved the world so much, He gave His one and only Son. Whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life." I think the Son that He's talking about is Jesus, who came down and died for us. We're celebrating Christmas because because of His birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus! Thank you so much, kids, for coming on the show. And now, to end this first segment, we'll play part of a cover our very own patients sang and recorded for us. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. All I want for Christmas is you. Hey everyone! We'll be giving the ICS Design Workshop 101 a shout out today. 
The ICS Design Workshop encourages students to turn their designs into real products and raise money for the Childline Foundation through selling them. The Childline Foundation strives to provide children in Thailand with trusted and reliable access to protection, health, and human services. The ICS Design Workshop 101 Club was also at the ICS Makers Fair two weeks ago, selling self-made bracelets and rings with proceeds going to the Childline Foundation. You can also follow the ICS Design Workshop 101 at Instagram at ics.designworkshop101 for more information and join the club. Christmas is coming up as well. Such a great way to give back and spread Christmas cheer. Hey everyone, this is Camila from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, the United States. I'm the co-editor-in-chief of the Alexandrian Review, a literary magazine accepting poetry, fiction, nonfiction, and art cover submissions from youth all over the world. Our mission is to advocate for and provide a space to amplify the voices and stories of those in marginalized communities around the world. The deadline for this edition will be January 15th, 2024. Visit our Instagram and TikTok at Alexandrian Review or our website linked in our bio or also at HTTPS colon double slash the Alexandrian R-E-V-I dot dot com slash Alexandrian dash review for more information. We are back with our second segment and I'm joined by the podcast team again. Have you ever wondered why we say Merry Christmas instead of Happy Christmas? We use happy in everything else. We don't say Merry Birthday or Merry Anniversary or Merry New Year. Premi, what does the word Merry mean and why do we use it for Christmas? Actually, there's a lot of articles written about this very question. The tradition of Christmas wishes, particularly the greeting Merry Christmas, has an interesting history. One of the earliest known uses of Merry Christmas was in 1534 in a letter by Bishop John Fisher. The phrase gained popularity with the publication of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol in 1843, where it appears 21 times. In the same year, the first commercial Christmas card sent by the British inventor Sir Henry Cole included the greeting, A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. The use of Merry and Merry Christmas reflected a more jovial, celebratory spirit associated with the holiday season. Chanya, what does the word Merry actually mean? Merry means to be full of cheerfulness and to have a joyous disposition. It also means to be laughingly happy and to be festive. So what does that word mean to each of you? Patience, what about you? Hmm. I think that merry means to be jolly or like, you know, festive or high spirited. What about you, Rebecca? Merry means full of joy and celebration and also reminds me to be grateful, especially around the time of the year. Yeah, how? What do you think? When I think about that definition, I think that Mary really captures a spirit of warmth and giving since just the mention of the word is recognizable by most people as associated with Christmas. It really ties into the gift-giving aspect and joyful and cheery lights that go up during Christmas. Back to you, Chanyo. When I think about that idea, I think the word Mary has a helpful and celebratory tone to it. I personally feel like the word Mary sounds much more upbeat and optimistic than the word joyful. In a way, the word Mary sounds more informal and feels like a warm welcoming. Premi, how about you? I think for me, Mary is a word that feels more festive, yes, and I think also more special. And I do think that we overuse the word happy a lot or we throw, it, we throw the word around a lot. And so as a result, I think the meaning of the word has lost some of its value or meaning over time. And so I think that's where the word Mary comes in so much more special. 
Also, whenever I think of Mary, this image of Santa Claus clutching his white beard saying some variation of ho 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 comes to mind. What do you think, Mr. Jason? Yes, I agree about the word happy. Mary means more than just the word happy. Happy is such a common word. We hear it all the time and we use it all the time. And it has somewhat lost its impact and meaning. We assign everything to happy, where Mary has much more of a cheerful and joyous meaning that isn't attached to things or objects necessarily. In the context of Christmas, it's attached to an event. Let's face it, and if we had to admit it, we may feel happy a lot, but I think there are very few times we can say we felt joyous jubilation or that we were in a deep festive spirit, as the word Mary implies. Speaking of Merry Christmas and spreading Christmas cheer, we have some special Christmas cheer messages coming up. And to start us off, we welcome the school's headmaster, Mr. Luke, to the studio. Welcome, Mr. Luke. Thank you for joining us on our show. We have a few questions for you first. Then we understand you'll give a kickoff message for spreading Christmas cheer for all to hear part of this last segment. But first, we'd like to know a few things about your Christmas. First question is this. What is the worst or best Christmas gift you have ever received? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I think the best Christmas present I ever received was actually when I was a junior in high school. I had been begging my parents for a North Face Gore-Tex jacket. And it was something that I was desperate to get. And then they finally got it for me. It was amazing. It was like the most versatile jacket I had had. And I actually still have it today. And wear it in the U.S. when we go back over the wintertime. So it's, uh, it's stood the test of time. I would say the worst Christmas present I ever got was the, that weird transition between like being a kid and being a teenager. So yeah, I transitioned from like getting toys and cool, fun things that I thought I was going to get to uh, more adult type things like clothes and socks and underwear and things like that. And it was really boring. At the time, I hated it. Now, obviously, I see that I need those things as well. Our next question is, growing up, did your family have any special holiday traditions? Yeah, actually, that was one thing that my family did really well, was kind of the traditional American or Western idea of Christmas with uh, lots of Christmas presents under the Christmas tree. So my family was very uh, traditional in the sense that they wanted no Christmas presents to be under the tree until Christmas morning. So we had a Christmas tree with no presents under it. And then on Christmas morning, I remember we would wake up to what looked like this ocean of presents uh, under the Christmas tree because it was for me and my parents and my two brothers. And it was really cool. And I, one cool tradition that for some reason carried on for I think my entire childhood was that everything was wrapped in white um, gift wrapping. So it was really cool. So we would walk down and it would just look like this massive pile of presents that also kind of looked like snow. And it was really cool. I loved it. And finally, we'd love for you to kick off our spreading Christmas cheer for all to hear segment. How would you like to spread Christmas cheer? What message would you like to share? Yeah, I think the message I would, I would say is just to take a moment and extend my heartfelt wishes to each and every one of you. This time of the year is not just about glittering lights, colorful decorations and presents. Uh, but it's also a time to celebrate the birth of Jesus, God's own Son, sent to earth as a beacon of hope and love and salvation that is available to each and every one of us. Uh, I hope that your Christmas season is filled with joy, laughter, and the company of loved ones. Let's embrace the spirit of giving, kindness, and gratitude together as a community. 
And I really do encourage you to take every opportunity you can to show kindness, generosity, and love to others. Whether you're celebrating with old family traditions or creating new ones, may the Christmas season bring you a sense of peace and togetherness. And thank you for being an integral part of the ICS family. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you, Mr. Luke. Let's continue with some more messages of Christmas cheer. Patience, do you have a message? Yes, I do. My message to all of our listeners is to have a restful break. Make some heartfelt memories, sleep in, watch some Christmas movies, and drink some hot cocoa. I'm to Rebecca. I want to say that always remember that you are loved by the best father in the world, and he will always love you as his own child. Rejoice, rejoice, and rejoice. Praise the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, Yan Hao, it's your turn. Okay, so my message would be to kick back and relax with your friends and family around a table or relax on the sofas. So I hope everyone has a great time being away from an academic environment to recharge their motivation. Premi, back to you. I would say to spend lots and lots of time with your family, your friends, and yourself. And don't forget to do the things you love and to give yourself some time to recharge. You deserve a break too. And to find happiness and appreciation in the unexpected little beautiful moments in life. Tanya, what about you? My message of cheer would be take a break, have fun, and spend some time with your family and friends this Christmas break. Mr. Jason, who's next? Well, we just happened to get several Students Incorporated Season 1 team members to join in on these festivities. Here are a few messages from them as well. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. I am Lion, the co-host of the Students Incorporated podcast in Season 1. I am currently back in the studio recording this very special message for you all. Aside from that, I am studying financial engineering at King Mungus Institute of Technology, Lakarabang. With Christmas being right around the corner, I have some special words to give to you all. Now, let's rewind back to March 13th, 2020, which happened to be my birthday as well. A lot of us, including me, were still in 8th grade, and we were happy to hear that we'd be getting a two-week break from school because of some random virus from China. We thought that it would be a short break and everything would come back to normal. We could not be more wrong. The next thing we knew is December of 2023, and many of us are in their senior year waiting for their acceptance letters to college, or in my case, starting my second semester of university. What I'm trying to say is that time moves fast. Looking back at those three years, I regret not trying new things in school, making new friends, being more grateful, being kinder, or cherishing the time I spend with other people. So, for this Christmas, I want you all to go and spend time with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. I want you to be kind, be grateful, make memories that you will cherish. In the future, you don't want to look back to this time and feel regret because you wish you could have been, been kinder to someone, or be grateful for someone or something, or forget what even happened because you didn't make today memorable. So, I'd like to end my message with a quote from a modern poet, Avicii. He said that, One day, you leave this world behind, so live a life you will remember. With that, I'd like to say thank you to Mr. Jason for having me today in the studio. I really miss being here and recording my voice. And I'd like to say thank you to you all as well for listening. I wish all Students Incorporated podcast listeners a very, very Merry Christmas. Hey, I'm uh, Kush Natani. Uh, I was the previous tech engineer for Students Incorporated. Uh, currently, I am the only remaining Students Incorporated member uh, still studying at ICS. Um, this is my final senior year. Um, you know, college application season, capstone papers, all of that. Um, currently, I'm also the president of the Model United Nations Club, as you'll remember from our um, episode 18 from last season. Uh, we're deep into planning for our third conference, ICSMUN3, uh, looking like it's going to be a massive conference, 200 plus people attending. 
It's going to be incredible. I'm excited for that. Um, so I just wanted to leave the podcast off with some great quotes to live life by uh, that I found inspirational and that I really think is going to help a lot of people in moving on from the current stages of life. So, you know, as a senior, I'm applying to college, like I said before, and I really just needed a bunch of like advice to like proceed in these difficult times. It's always a stressful time. It's always wondering where am I going? What am I going to do in my future? And so a few quotes I had. This one's by Oscar Wilde. To live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist. That is all. Found this quote interesting. It's just some people live and some people live. Yeah, I just, I really want to make sure that I'm living my life by living and not just living. The second quote I had is from Richard L. Evans, which is, When in the world are we going to begin to live as if we understood that this is life? This is our time, our day, and it is passing. What are we waiting for? I think it's just a really nice quote to just seize the moment and to just, like I said, live life. Thank you so much for having me on here for such a short period of time. It was great to be back in the studio. Um, happy holidays. Hey, everyone. I'm Rani Kotari, and I was the writer and editor during season one. I'm still in Bangkok currently, and I'm pursuing a bachelor's degree in media and communication at Mahidol University International College. So one of the traditions here on this podcast is to share quotes every episode. I came across a quote about Christmas and thought I'd share it with you all. Norman Vincent Peale, an author who wrote books about his philosophy of positive thinking, said, Christmas is the season of joy, of holiday greetings exchanged, of gift giving, and of families united. I hope that this Christmas break is truly joyful and restful for everyone. Spending time with family and friends is always a great way to relax, and I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday this year. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays! Hello everyone, uh, this is Darren Waddenholm, ICS alumni, currently in Melbourne, Australia. I was the previous outreach coordinator for Students Incorporated in Season 1. My current role is working full-time for a company called Dynamic Outreach, which is a marketing company that helps promote charities. My Christmas message comes from Buddy the Elf when he said the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. So make sure to uh, sing some good Christmas carols this year. And I would like to sign off this message with some tinsel ASMR. Merry Christmas, everyone. And with that final message, I'd like to thank everyone that helped make this special holiday episode come to life. We'll end this final segment by sharing with you the best Christmas message ever given. In fact, it's because of this event we celebrate Christmas and why we say Merry Christmas. And to do this, we welcome Mrs. Ann to our show and she'll be reading the true Christmas story. Thank you, Mrs. Ann, for joining us. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger 
because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing which has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. As we end this episode, and from all of us at the Students Incorporated Podcast Studio from Bangkok, Thailand, we want to say... Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! Have a wonderful and warm holiday season, and we'll see you next year. As always, this podcast would not be possible without the hard work and support of our international student production team. All music and sound effects are courtesy of Pixabay.com, a vibrant community of creatives sharing copyright-free images, videos, and music. And we are signing off until next time. We are Students Incorporated, because your voice matters. <laughs>